eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's curd and long. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's C Sparky Piper, twelve fifty AM, the fan here in beautiful and cold Milwaukee, Wisconsin, along with our guy Ken Barkley. Follow him on Twitter at Locky Lockerson. You better, you bet. Of course, Nick Costos and him do that as part of the BetQL Radio Network. Check out uh, their podcast if you missed the show, uh, and always follow them on Twitter as well for highlights from the show and so forth. And every Wednesday, we record uh, Ken Barkley and I do about the upcoming games for the weekend. This weekend, no different. We're going to cover all the playoff games this weekend. Uh, in, in rather kind of quick order, I guess. We'll see. We tend to talk a little bit. Uh, Jaguars at Chiefs. First game on the docket. Jaguars plus eight and a half over under 52 and a half. All these numbers come from BetQL's website. That's where I take them all from in case you were wondering where I'm getting the numbers. Uh, I, I like uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously, in this one. Trevor Lawrence, nice, horrible first half last week. Much better second half. Doug Peterson has done a hell of a job with that team. Deserves a ton of credit for winning a playoff game on top of just making the playoffs. But I, I just, for me right now on that side, I, I think Kansas City is going to be tough to beat. Yeah, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Um, I, I don't think the number is wrong. It's also, uh, it opened eight and a half and it hasn't moved almost at all, which I think tells you that at least so far throughout the week, everyone's opinion of this game seems to be about the same. It should yep. be Kansas City by margin. Also, how many times have we seen Kansas City more than a touchdown off a bye? Like there's just with the Mahomes Reed era, we've just gotten used to this. Like this right. is kind of what the, this is where they usually hang out when uh, when they're playing games like this or when they have the week off or when they get a lesser team that kind of comes to their place. So I don't think there's anything wrong with the number. My kind of best guess for how I think this is going to play out. So these teams played in the middle of the season before Jacksonville kind of like hit their stride and got a lot of momentum going. The Chiefs, uh, the game was at Arrowhead. Uh, the Chiefs closed about a 10 point favorite in that game. So pretty close to where we are right now, but a little bit more. The Chiefs led 20 to nothing in the game. They were great in the red zone. They were great on third down. Mahomes was very good. And then the Jags kind of like made a little noise in the second half. The game was never particularly competitive. The Chiefs won by 10. Um, and there was, I don't believe it was ever a one score game. So it, it's sort of like, honestly, I kind of think we're going to get a, a little bit of a repeat of that game in some ways. The story of Jacksonville in the second half of this season has been that they are a phenomenal second half and phenomenal fourth quarter team. That was true against Tennessee when they had to get a playoff spot. It was definitely true last week against the Chargers. It was true against Dallas, it was true against Baltimore. Like this has kind of been what they are. Like they, 
they get off to kind of slow starts. Trevor Lawrence gets off to pretty slow starts, whether it's Peterson or halftime adjustments or just this is kind of the profile of the team. That's kind of what they do. So I think if I was going to play this game, the way I would want to kind of set up the, the way to play the game is maybe it's the Chiefs in the first quarter or the first half, basically. Not that they're going to get up 20 to nothing, but just that this is like every other Jacksonville sure. game. If it's like every other Jacksonville game, it's Chiefs first quarter, first half. It's maybe live bet the Jags to like make the game a little compressed at the end. I think the Chiefs are very likely to win. I also do like the over in the game a little bit because I think Peterson is going to go for this. And I think he's smart enough to know what that means. Sort of like Mike McDaniel last week with Miami, sure. we're going for it on fourth down. We're, we're throwing downfield. We're taking shots. We're being aggressive. That generally would mean more scoring in the game too. Andy Reed. Just did he get away from the, I choke in the playoffs as a coach from the Philly days with one Super Bowl, Or do you think that tag in the betting world kind of hangs on him still a little bit? Well, I mean, you have to remember, uh, we, I mean, we only have to go back to the AFC championship last year, huge lead against the Cincinnati Bengals. We remember that bizarre play call toward the end of the first half, uh, where they had the chance to build the lead even more. That was like kind of the first step in Cincinnati getting momentum and getting a foothold in that game. So he'll always, I feel like there will always be moments where you'll be a little perplexed, but like, let's not mince words. Like one of the great coaches in the history of For the sure. frequently wins, frequently outperforms yes. expectation in the betting market. Now you pair him with maybe the best football player in the history of the league. When we get to the end of his career, obviously that's a formidable opponent. And I'm not like dying to fade that team. Right. And so, especially at home, which is basically where Mahomes has played all of his games. I think it's one of the reasons why you haven't seen the market move very much. And I don't think it's going to move very much. I don't think we have a lot of injuries. I don't think there's anything crazy happening here. I do like the idea of, Lawrence and especially Peterson and his style, maybe this becomes like kind of a fun shootout kind of a game where the Chiefs are always like they're up three to up 10. They're up three to up 10 and Jacksonville kind of tries to match them score for score in the second half. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun to watch. All right. uh, Now let's go to Saturday night. Giants at the Eagles. Giants plus seven and a half over under uh, 48. This one is intriguing to me because obviously there's some Daniel Jones Giants vibes again after their there hasn't been uh, for majority of the second half. They get that win uh, against the Vikings. Offense uh, looking better in that one. But I'm curious to see what a Nick Sirianni team does with a bye and, and what sure. this team looks like coming off of a bye week. I think that's the great unknown, the big question mark here. Some coaches, good coming off bye weeks. Other coaches, sometimes there's a little rust, a little uh, fatigue factor, and they don't get going maybe until later in the game. Don't really know what's going to happen here with Philly, Ken. And it's worth noting some coaches, I think we feel really confident about when they're in playoff games, you know, Bill Belichick in a playoff game. And I know they got housed by Buffalo last year, but like you would feel pretty confident that like the game plan that you're going to get in the playoffs is going to be pretty sound. Eagles made the playoffs last year. Not nearly as good of a team as the one that made the playoffs this year. Played at Tampa in the wildcard round, and they got absolutely railroaded in like every aspect of the game. And Jalen Hurts, that's probably the worst game he's ever played in his career. So a lot of that's probably just Tampa's really good. It was Jalen Hurts' first career playoff yep. start, and it was on the road. Like there's a ton of reasons why that happens. Um, but I'm kind of like you. It's like, huh, like let's get a couple more data points here. Like let's see kind of what's going on. The betting market for this game is this is the most interesting one of the four. Now, the most interesting game is probably the two on Sunday. Take your pick. But the most interesting betting market is this one for this reason. So these teams played about, I don't know, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, middle of the season. They also played in week 18. The Giants didn't play anybody. I think you tossed the game. Like, don't really use it. But their other meeting this year, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Giants were the home team. The Eagles closed about this big of a favorite on the road. 
and outperformed expectation in the game when I believe by about four touchdowns uh, ran the ball for like eight yards per carry giants could do nothing to stop them the entire game. So the fact that like half a season later has enough changed with either team that the point spread should be the same, despite the fact that the Eagles had the week off, which should matter. It always matters. And the fact that, uh, that uh, that Jalen Hurts is like health is kind of in question. These are the two things that are kind of pushing against each other. So the Eagles are at home instead of on the road and they're off a bye. You would think this would be like, I honestly think this should be like 10. Like, I think this should be like that kind of, I mean, it was seven and a half in Jersey. Right. And they have a week off. It's not going to be more. And the thing that's kind of like holding this up, I think is what percentage are you going to get from Hurts in the game? Like he basically was very open with the media at the end of the season I'm not 100%. Good thing we have the week off. Now, he was not even on the injury report yesterday, the practice report. So, like, it looks fine, but I think there's honestly some skepticism and some pessimism about, you know, the Eagles are coming off their worst month of the season. You don't want that to usually be the last one. So, it's the most confusing market. My sense is, just my guess, is that this is a really good time to buy the Eagles. Now, I could be totally wrong and they could lose this game because the Giants are well-coached and they're really good. But my sense is, like, how could the Eagles stock not be trading at the lowest price of the entire season right now? They just lost a couple games. Hertz hasn't played a lot. Like the Giants just won a playoff. Like, how could this not be a buy? And the answer is maybe because Hertz is injured. But if he's okay, it's really tough for me to get to this number. I think I'm going to end up on the Eagles. See, that, that that's the thing for me. And I agree with you. I, I, I think Brian Dable's a hell of a coach. But I don't hear a lot of people give Sirianni the same credit in Philadelphia. Sure. I mean, one year in the, in New York with the Giants, and oh boy, Brian Dable's a man. Brian Dable's a man. Well, the player Sir- talent. I right, mean, it's but, totally different. Yeah, no, I teams. agree with that. But Dable got right. all the credit in Buffalo with Josh Allen and what he did with that uh, that team and all that. Sure. Now he gets over to New York with a guy that they didn't pick up his fifth year option, and Daniel Jones, a quarterback, and has made him look like the guy that everybody thought he might look like uh, when he was drafted by the New York Giants. Meanwhile, Sirianni over in Philadelphia uh, doesn't end up with the guy who he thought he was going to end up with, ends up with Jalen Hurts, right, as his quarterback. Uh, And they get him a premier wide receiver from Tennessee in the offseason to add to that offense. They go out there and they stockpile their defensive line with a bunch of old guys to try and rotate him in and keep him fresh. I mean, they're giving them everything. And I think the expectation in Philly is go to the Super Bowl. That, I, I think that's kind of the expectation on top of the fact that yes, they're the one seed, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're always the best team just because you're the one seed in the regular season. But I think there's probably a lot of people thinking and expecting that they should be the Super Bowl team in the NFC. Yeah. I, I think I, I would prefer the San Francisco Dallas winner to them. Like just as like team quality or like sure. more likely to win. But the fact that the Eagles will host the game who, if they end up winning here, would make them more likely to, to yeah. especially if it's Brock Purdy going on the road to Philadelphia to play an NFC championship. He can do that. He's been awesome. But like you would favor Philadelphia in that game, obviously. Dallas would be a little more interesting because the teams know each other so well. I just, if Hertz is okay, they're, be- I can't emphasize enough, they're better at everything than the Giants are. Sure. They're, they're really defensive line. The Giants probably have a better defensive line, but the Eagles have a great defensive line. Like the Eagles have 70 sacks this year or something. Yep. So it's like, what are the Giants better at? I, I guess they're better coached. Okay. And they do all they have to do is keep the game close. It's just tough not to look at this and be like, what is going on here? It's the by far the most interesting betting market. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's go to Sunday. Uh, This is the one everybody's waiting for, for obvious reasons. Uh, Bengals at Bills. Cincinnati plus five over under is 48. I messed around earlier this season when we were doing curtain long podcasts, which you can download anywhere you download your favorite podcast uh, and said Packers, maybe magic carpet ride. Maybe here we go. They fell off. That didn't continue, but it just feels like everything with this whole uh, DeMar Hamlin thing. is kind of like everybody's kind of pulling for this bills team to get it done. I will just say that I, I Josh Allen and his uh, tendency to throw interceptions sure. uh, scares the hell out of me at this point in, in a big game or in a big moment trying to force yeah. something and, and making a bad decision. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, well, I'll just unload all my hot takes, right? Because I had I forget what the one I had before is like, this number should be 10 in the Eagles game, whatever. I, I have a pretty strong opinion on this game. My, my strong opinion is that I just think Cincinnati is incredibly overrated. I really do. And I think Joe Burrow is awesome. I won money on him when he won the Heisman at LSU, like a lot of money. They won the national. They might be the best college team of all time. And he's been incredible. He's covered every number as a dog, which was all three games last year in the playoffs. So like it's this has nothing to do with him, which is like a stupid way to put it, I guess. But just like the defense isn't as good as last year. By all metrics, it's much worse. So, like, let's start there. This isn't like, oh, well, like, they smoke and mirrored it last year. This defense is worse. Uh, it's also maybe a little more injured, and we'll get a report later in the week. Their offensive line is in shambles, and that was one of the keys to making this team a little more consistent versus last year's team. Three of their five starters will not play in this game. Like, that's a big – like, Burrow can be – everything you could ever want that stuff has to matter <laughs> like right? it just does and yep. you could make a really 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 compelling argument because it's simple that the ravens should have been leading by seven in the fourth quarter of that game you know if they just run the ball forward for a yard and that's the ravens with tyler huntley so just like I, burrow's so good that it seems so stupid to be like well i'm gonna bet against them all the time this team like isn't very good <laughs> they're just not now maybe Allen throws a bunch of picks and it's also the Bills are favored by five. Maybe Burrow is able to keep the game very close. Maybe Cincinnati does win because they've been so good in the playoffs the last two years. Just like comparing the two teams, and we didn't get obviously to see how the Monday night game was going to play out because of what happened with DeMar Hamlin, and rightfully so, to stop the game, obviously, and not play it. But we did, it also means we didn't learn anything Correct. about what the difference between the teams is. I, my sneaking suspicion is despite what we saw against Miami, the Bills are much, much better than the Bengals. Bengals almost lost to New England and blew the second half of that game. They almost blew the game to Tampa, and Tampa gave them the ball five times, and that's why they came. They were down big in that game and had to come back to win. They almost lost to the Ravens last week. Like, they're just kind of scraping by here, and I I think the Bills are actually much better. So I I do like Buffalo in the game. I'm finding ways just to play them to win. I might play them in the first half, depending on the price. I won't have any Cincinnati here, Uh, and I think a lot of people will like Joe Burrow in this game. I don't. All right, very good. Last game. This is like 1990s Uh, Cowboys at the Niners, Dallas plus three and a half over under 46. Dak Dak Prescott probably played the best game he's played. Uh, Can he do it again against a very good Niners defense? Brock Purdy's numbers were great. I don't think he played all that well, to be honest with you, even with his big numbers. Uh, So I guess I more lean towards the Niners only because I don't trust Dak and I trust that Niners defense to create some turnovers. What say you, Ken Barkley? 
I do. Uh, I have a little bit of an opinion on this game in terms of. Uh, so the the total has been very interesting. It got bet under today, and I'm a little perplexed by that. I guess a little bit. Um, it's got bet to forty five and a half in a couple places. That is not the direction that I thought this was going to go. The weather in San Francisco looks phenomenal versus obviously what we saw right. last week, where maybe we we're going to have that rain. Turned out everything cleared up at the last yep. minute. I don't think there's going to be any dicey 50-50 proposition here. It's going to be awesome. It's supposed to be like sixty degrees, nice. perfect football weather, perfect scoring weather too. And I know that Dallas's defense played great last week and like shut down Tom Brady and that offense and got a ton of pressure on the quarterback. Like Micah Parsons isn't going to be rushing against Donovan Smith anymore. He's rushing against Trent Williams. <laughs> like Legit. the Dallas pass defense is still bad. It's just that the Tampa offense is worse. Like that's actually what happens. Tampa's pass offense has been brutal the whole year and just kept being brutal. It just kept being what it is. I don't Brock Purdy. Maybe it's like, oh, well, he's a rookie and whatever. But like, I can just go by what I see. And this Niners offense should absolutely be able to score on Dallas. Maybe a lot, like maybe a whole bunch, especially in the passing game. Okay. If that's true, I get Dak on the other side against the Niners defense that was like number one with a bullet forever. And then like Jarrett Stidham hits him for a bunch of points. David Blau hits him for a bunch of points. The Seahawks move the ball a little bit in the game on him. And here comes Dallas. So I actually think the margin between the teams is pretty good. I think the Niners are slightly better. They're at home. They're favored by three and a half. I like the Niners a little bit at three and a half. I think that might, I four is probably for me the right number in the game. But like, that's okay. That's like semantics a little bit uh, in terms of just, I think that's about right. I, I, I kind of think the total should be a lot higher. And I, I think... We're putting like too much emphasis on the Dallas defense Monday night, which is all about Tampa to me and the Niners defense the whole season. And that's not really what this has been for like a month now. It just hasn't been that you can throw on the Niners. You absolutely can. Everyone's done it for a month. Right. Dak's not going to be able to do it. So I just I like the over in the game. Over over is the play here. Cowboys and Niners. Again, we record every Wednesday. It's posted on Thursday mornings. Make sure to download it. Tell your friends, tell your family members. Quick little synopsis. Not like a 45-minute pod, just a quick 15-minute podcast, and you're all set ready to roll. Follow Ken Barkley on Twitter at Lockie Lockers and BetMGM. Huge sponsor of what they do over there at BetQL, and uh, you better you bet, so make sure to support them as well. Ken, thanks so much, man. Really appreciate it. You have a good rest of your day. Sounds good, Sparky. Thank you.